What's up? It's your boy, Ruby Rube, coming at you from the Gathering Strength Podcast. Vietis, equitit, iundo. We gather strength as we go. Now, I am broadcasting from my own little promised land. My own little promised land of abundance, of milk and honey, and over here, things are going great. Now, I don't have it all figured out. I don't have all the answers. I am not perfect. But I have been able to traverse through my rocky road and with faith incrementally take little tiny steps. And over time, I have been able to get myself out of the wilderness and into this little promised land. And one of the main reasons for me to create this podcast is to share some of these little things that I've done to set myself up to where I'm now in a much better position. Now the steps that I took to get me to where I'm at, they're not all going to be applicable to you because we have different journeys. You're going to want to end up in a different place than where I'm at. We're all going to have our own separate definitions of what constitutes success. So I'm confident that if you were to listen and go through my catalog of podcasts, you might be able to find some things that resonate with you and then you can implement them in your lives and that will take you further down the journey of life that you're on. Now, one of the journeys that I'm on is I'm on this podcast journey and with in this podcast journey, I've been able to learn some things. While the main overall objective for me in this podcast is to develop intellectually, develop my storytelling capabilities, and develop my speaking capabilities. And as time goes on and my son and my daughter get a little bit older, because this for me is uncomfortable, this is going to be another example on how, hey, daddy stepped out of his comfort zone, and because of that, this is going to be another example of... Hey, we need to step out of our comfort zones to experience growth. Now, when I started out on this podcast journey, I didn't know where I was going to be going. I was going to be learning something. I didn't know exactly what I was going to be learning, but I was going to be open to receive any lesson that this podcast journey is going to teach me. And along this podcast journey, I didn't know I was going to be conducting interviews. I didn't know I was going to be reaching out to people who I find inspiring. And then them saying, hey, yes, I'd love to be on your podcast. Now, I have been able to, to conduct a bunch of awesome podcast interviews with people who I find inspiring. And it is a blessing for me to have this little platform to expose the listeners and also myself to their inspiring stories. In a nutshell, I have been able to conduct an interview with a woman who lost over 152 pounds. I have an interview with a woman who is a Boston Marathon qualifying runner and an Ironman triathlete. I've had multiple interviews with people who have overcome substance abuse, alcoholism, a couple interviews with 
a bodybuilder, um, a couple interviews with fathers who are, in my definition, awesome dads. I had an interview with a coach and teacher who has been teaching for over 34 years and is now doing other mentoring ship programs and, and other, other things that deeply impact student athletes and, and other coaches. I even have an interview scheduled with a, with a world champion co- female coach. And during her time, man, she was able to win some really prominent tournaments. She even has a wrestling tournament that is named after her. I have an interview scheduled with a gentleman who, let's see, uh, he currently holds the world record for running uh, a 5K in every country of the United Kingdom, including the Republic of Ireland. He's also an author, an avid mountaineer, and he climbs some of the tallest peaks in America. So I look forward to learning from all of these people, from this guy who holds the some world records. I have a relationship and marriage um, uh, counselor. Uh, she wrote a book. I'm going to be learning from her. And then this brings me to the subject of today's podcast. Now, in my podcast, I have something called the word of the day. And I feel that it is important to learn vocabulary because it helps you to speak. It helps you to get your point across when you know the truest definition of these words. You can call out what is from what isn't. And perhaps it may even unlock an internal feeling that you didn't have a descriptive word to describe it with. And because you have unlocked a feeling, hey, now you are removing the fog from your life and you're moving in clarity, you're moving with purpose, you're moving with direction, and vocabulary helps you to be able to navigate the world and it helps you to obtain a overall firmer grasp of reality and how the world works. Now, what type of well-evolved, healthy, mature adult wouldn't want to operate in a manner that helps reduce friction and ultimately get them to where they want to go? Because you're going to need to know how to communicate what you want and what you don't want to get you where where you need to go. And vocabulary and the understanding of how these words work and the power that these words contain, they're going to help you get there. Now, my sister, my sister Denise, she knows that I have in my podcast a segment called the word of the day. And my sister, she's online and she is she is growing intellectually as well. And she stumbled across a a profile on Instagram. The woman's name is Beverly Mahone, also known as Auntie Bev. Now, Auntie Bev, she has over 1.1 million followers through TikTok, uh, TikTok and on Instagram. That's funny. 
I said tic tac. <laughs> yeah, so Auntie Bev, 1.1 million followers. And my sister shared the video with me in a direct message. And it was Auntie Bev. And she had a word of the day. And the word of the day was pusillanimous. Now, I'm going to ask you right now, have you ever heard the word pusillanimous? Probably not. And if you did, it was probably Auntie Bev who hipped you to the game. So my word of the day is going to be pusillanimous, in which I learned from Beverly Mahone, a.k.a. Auntie Bev. And the definition of pusillanimous is showing a lack of courage or determination, timid. Similar words are cowardly, timorous, timid, fearful, faint-hearted, and lily-livered. And I'm going to tell you right now, if you ever call me lily-livered, hey, you know what? That's fighting words in my book. We're going to come to fisticuffs. Don't you ever call me lily-livered. That is one of the most highest insults that you can call a man, right? Lily-livered. But anyways, back to this pusillanimous word. Now, when Auntie Bev delivered her Instagram video or her reel, whatever it was, Auntie Bev, she creates these videos that enlighten her followers on obscure vocabulary words, such as pusillanimous. Now, here's the, the hook, line, and sinker. Pusillanimous, that is the Queen's English. Right, That is what a more higher sophisticated person who is articulate and creative and knows their vocabulary, they're going to call you a pusillanimous person if you're acting cowardly, timorous, timid, and fearful. But there's so many people out there who aren't of the higher intellect. They aren't speaking the Queen's English. Rather than them calling you pusillanimous or a pusillanimous person, or you are acting pusillanimously, they're going to say, hey, quit being a pussy. They're going to say, quit acting like a pussy. Hey, Ruben over here, he didn't want to do it. He, he, he couldn't jump off that cliff because he was being a little pussy. So while this word, although it may be a little bit derogatory, a little bit of a curse word, a little bit bush league, Auntie Bev, she delivered that. And, you know, part of her message is delivering these words that are informative in a fun way that makes you curious, makes you think, and makes you laugh. So I would encourage you to go onto Instagram and go onto TikTok and check her out. Her name is Beverly Mahone also known as Auntie Bev on Instagram. And guess what? Your boy Ruby Rube was blessed. She blessed me and my podcast and my listeners by giving me an interview. Now, I had a great conversation with her. And one of the ways that you can measure a good conversation is that it, when you... And the person who you're conversing with, when you depart ways and they go their way and you go your way, you feel energized, you feel invigorated, and you feel stimulated. Now, contrast that with someone who you conversate with and you feel drained, you feel zapped, 
you feel like you need to go take a nap because that person just took from you. Now that's how you measure, you know, um, the people that you want to keep in your life. You want to have conversations with people that leave you stimulated, invigorated, and upbeat and cheerful. And get rid of those superfluous people that are robbing and stealing and zapping you of your energy. Because, man, there's only so much time in the day. And, sheesh, we, we can't be around all that. So here are some interesting facts about Auntie Bev. So, she is... 65 years old and through the conversation we were conversing and I asked her the question hey how did you get started creating these videos and she told me that it was her 15 year old grandson that persuaded her to create a TikTok video because at that point Auntie Bev she had lost her job and she was 65 years old so in her own words she thought that you know the age that she was and she was like, man, the age I'm at, it's going to be too, I'm too old to start over, to start something new. But because she took the advice of her 15-year-old grandson and he was able to convince her, like, he was like, hey, hey, grandma or nana or whatever he calls his, his, his grandmother. He was like, hey, come on to TikTok, make these videos because you're funny, you can help uh, uh, continue teaching people. Because yeah, she was a a teacher, and then um, yeah, she went to the University of Ohio. She was a journalist and, and an author. So she was like, you know what? I'm gonna take a step out in in, in faith, and I'm gonna create a video, and I'm just gonna you know have fun with it. She didn't think too much about it, but little did she know that. That video she made, she said that in 24 hours, it had over 100,000 views. While views and likes and the attention, that is not her main objective. Nor is it mine to get all these followers and all of these likes and this and that. Her main objective is to teach. And she says that if you learned one word from her videos and it enhanced your life, hey, then you know what? That is where the beauty lies in in teaching. Now, Auntie Beth, she has a website. It's called All Words Matter. And I'm going to be leaving links to her Instagram, TikTok, and her website. And her aim, her message... Her mission is to help people uh, build their vocabulary because strong communication skills are the keys to success. So what are some of the keys to success that Auntie Biv um, hopes to give you? So when you... When you build your vocabulary, you're going to become a better learner. You're going to become a better learner because you're going to become a better reader. And on Auntie Bev's website, All Words Matter, 
Um, let's see, there's a bunch of little videos where visual learners will love Auntie Bev's short videos, improving your use of, Engl- of the English language, which helps students at all levels. And now because you are learning, you're becoming a better reader, you're becoming a better speaker, how is that going to be applicable in the real world? Well, it's going to increase your job opportunities. From using power, uh, power words in job interviews to simply knowing what words mean and using them correctly. These skills can help you stand out in a good way. According to Aunt Bev and the information on the All Worlds Matter uh, website, you can travel the world with confidence. If English is your second language, Listening and watching Auntie Bev give real-life examples will help you understand and converse with English speakers. She's going to help you become a better speaker. Increasing your vocabulary and improving your grammar will help you become a better speaker, whether talking with your friends and coworkers or speaking in front of a large audience. One of the ways that we can bring value into the world is by becoming a better um, speaker, a better teacher. And when we teach these complicated subjects that we know, the teacher doesn't just teach, the teacher also learns because you learn by teaching. At the All Worlds Matter com website. She's going to help you improve your business communication, whether texting on a Zoom meeting, sending an email, documenting a process, or doing a presentation. Using words correctly is a necessity. Now, I don't know about you, but from my experience, when I read something and there's a bunch of incorrect spelling, a bunch of slang, a bunch of ebonics, a bunch of just thing red flags improper pronunciation um in improper uh, punctuation or hey lack thereof you're not even using any punctuation in your text message or in your documents man it's like all right who am i dealing with here I know who I'm dealing with now because of your inability to punctuate your document, all of the misspelling. Man, that's just one of the ways how the world will look at you differently. If your vocabulary and punctuation and grammar skills are not up up to par, you're not going to go as far as you potentially could if you hone in on all of these little things and the name of my podcast is called gathering strength i want you to have that buff body that buff mind that buff spirit and that buff bank and one of the ways that we flex our mind muscles is by gathering strength by utilizing assets and leverage such as learning reading writing and communicating And Auntie Bev is going to help you get that buff mind where you're going to be flexing your mind, your your brain power. And she's going to have you looking like Arnold Schwarzenegger via 1972 Mr. Olympia bodybuilding competition. I asked Auntie Bev, what were some of her favorite words? 
and she told me some of her favorite words are equanimity, vicissitudes, and indomitable. Now, if you don't have those words in your vocabulary, if they worked miracles for Beverly Mahone, hey, what are they, what are they gonna do for you? What potential do those words have to unleash in your being when they're bouncing around your head? And you can pull from your vocabulary quiver what equanimity means. Your boy Ruby Rube is going to hook you up with those definitions right now. The definition of equanimity, which was one of the words of the day in a previous podcast, and it's so cool and great to to connect with someone who shares the same passion for these specific words. Equanimity. The definition is mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a different situation. Similar words are composure, calmness, calm, and self-possession. Another word that was favorite to Beverly Mahone is indomitable. Definition of that is impossible to subdue or defeat. Similar words are invincible, unconquerable, unbeatable, unassailable, impregnable. And you know what? I'm going to add a slang word into this because, hey, you know what? There's a lot of us from these streets. I'm going to add in a similar word of unfuckwittable. Now, as time goes on, Father Time is undefeated. Father Time has and will continue to defeat every man that comes to be born, every man and woman. But just because our bodies inevitably get old and wither away, our spirits, they are renewed every day. So we need to have an indomitable spirit. And Auntie Bev speaks on that. I'm going to be unleashing you guys on the interview that I had with Auntie Bev in a moment. Hey, g- give me a quick second. I'm setting the table for the profundity and the gravitas that this, um, this episode contains. And I find that it is powerful and rich because, man, it has to deal with building our vocabulary and I've just mentioned all of the the benefits and positive factors on why you want to improve your vocabulary so life is not all about just lifting heavy weights and running super far we need to make those mental gains as well another one of Aunt Bev's favorite words is vicissitude And the definition of that is a change of circumstances or fortune, typically one that is unwelcome or unpleasant. And guess what, people? We're going to need to be able to navigate the vicissitudes of life because it's not all rainbows and sunshine. Everything is not peachy cream all the time. 
We're going to need to be able to navigate the highs as well as the lows. Now, while we're up in the highs, we can't let our successes go to our heads and think that we're the best of the best and that we have all the answers because, you know what, we want to remain humble. But also the definition of vicissitude is a change of circumstances, typically one that is unwelcome. Now, because life is not always in our control, we're going to be stuck many times with the short end of the straw. And we're going to need to be able to navigate through that as well. Now, when life does hit us in the mouth and, you know, blindside us with a a sucker punch or whatever you want to call it, we're going to have to be able to take that punch on the chin If we get knocked down, we're going to need to dust ourselves back off and get back up and keep it moving. Now, we need to show gratitude in all things because if we're in the vicissitude of life and we're, you know, down in a, a dump or down in the gutter, down in a dark place in our lives, we need to know that hey, you know what, this is just the vicissitude of life. This happens to everybody. I'm going to learn from this experience and I'm going to try to take on some new knowledge to avoid this from happening again because, hey, you know what, failing is part of the process. Failing is something that happens to everybody, but the best of the best, they learn from their mistakes, they fail forward, and they keep going. It is the people with a fixed mindset that get down in the dumps, that never recover, that keep doing these stupid things that got them there in the first place. And now because they're staying down, nihilism starts to creep into their thoughts. They start to look at everything as, hey, woe is me, I'm a victim, I can never rise up, I have these tyrannical oppressors keeping me down, the world is against me, just all of those thoughts start to ruminate and now because you're looking for all of the negative things in life, those are going to be the only things that you see and those are going to be the things that keep you down and guess what, our enemies are the people who who don't want to see us rise, they want to see us there because... That's going to make them feel better about themselves. They're going to look at someone who's down in the dumps and they're going to be like, hey, sucks to be that guy. So you don't want to be the person who is knocked down and stays down. You got to be able to navigate through the vicissitudes of life and you're going to need to take on new information that picks you up whenever you do get knocked down because, hey, a storm is coming for you doesn't matter who you are, where you're at, whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're smart, whether you're a little bit dim-witted, a storm is coming. So learn right now while things are good how to cope with the vicissitudes of life, learn how to cope with your stress, and learn how to have that indomitable spirit. Now there's always... There's two catalysts for change, inspiration and desperation. Now, I find for myself, when I reflect back on how I came to be, 
You have to be able to look back at your life and see, hey, how did I get myself out of these certain situations and circumstances? Now, when I look back at my life and I see these these breakthroughs that I, I experienced, the barriers that I was able to overcome, every single breakthrough was preceded by a copious amount of reading. I had to separate myself from people who were doing all types of idiotic things. I had to reflect on the self-sabotaging habits that I was consistently and blindly doing. I had to hey, take on some new information. I had to read some books. And when you read books, you, you inevitably are going to increase your vocabulary because... The people that actually take the time to write books, let's just assume that they're smarter than you and me. And if you're reading the right books, the books written by by the greats, then hey, without a doubt, those people are smarter than you and me. Uh, There's a book that, that Auntie Bev recommends, and I went out and bought. And now I have been seeing this book um, it's been on my radar for, for a while, but man, you know what? There's so many things that I want to read, but because of this one specific recommendation, I went out and bought it. It is the book, um, as a man thinketh by James Allen. Now I'm going to recommend that book to you. If you're starting out reading one, it's not, um, it's not a really big book. It's easily readable. And if you want to up your game and get some of this mental strength, some of this spiritual strength, go out and buy this book. Um, this, these are one of the, the classics. I'm looking on Amazon right now, and this has over, let's see, uh, 10,000 five-star reviews. There's 77,000 five-star reviews on this website called Goodreads. So, man, you know what? Five stars all around. 92% of people like this book, according to Wikipedia. So, hey, uh, I have that one sitting on my uh, bookshelf. And I'm going to be diving into that pretty soon right here. So, every single breakthrough that I had in my life was preceded by copious amounts of reading, taking on new knowledge. And now, I started off the information asking... Auntie Bev, is that something you've experienced in your life? So let's hear from Auntie Bev herself and see what she has to say about it. Yes, I will say that um, I totally agree with you. Words are powerful. Words have impact. That's why, you know, there is a, a, a scripture that says, There's life and death in the power of the tongue. You have to always be mindful of the things you say. Now, I have not always been mindful of the things I've said, but and and sometimes I've been intentional in not being mindful of it. Basically, you're just having a general conversation. So I have learned how to talk to people based on where they are. Too many times we mm-hmm. talk to people based on where we think they are or where we are, not where they are. And that's that can be a real problem. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, you know, you're not the, the first person who I would consider to be wise who has said that you have to meet people where they're at. You have to talk to people where they're at. Because, yes, um, the words that we use, they are uh, powerful. They are contained with a lot of information. And the words that we use, they do have the power to build someone up or tear someone down. And one of the things that I'm trying to use with the words that come out of my mouth are to help encourage people, remind them of the greatness that they have within them, and you know, just trying to do my part to help build people up. I haven't always been like that. Um, I have b used my words in the past to to belittle people, to cut people down. And essentially I was living the old cliche, hurt people, hurt people. And, you know, I was in a, a time frame in my life to where I wasn't dealing with some unresolved issues. I had uh, trauma that I didn't even know was still affecting me. So it takes, it takes some time to reflect upon your life, to look back and see what was working, what wasn't working. And when you have a vocabulary and when you understand psychology and these these words that have layers to them you can apply that to your life and be like oh wow that was what was going on this is why i was doing that and now you know right from wrong i mean you said it beautifully because we've all been in that place where we have hurt people because we've been hurt. You said it beautifully. And, you know, the other thing I want to say, too, is that with the power of words, um, you know, and I'm kind of um, probably going down a road that maybe we shouldn't go down, but I do want to say this. You know, so many times when no. we have been dealing with the tragedies of the shootings and and everything that's been going on, we hear so much about thoughts and prayers to the point that it is now just to me, it's a useless phrase, thoughts and prayers. So what yeah. I do now, I have one word. Well, I have a few words, but the one word that I use <laughs> is equanimity. Oh, hey, that was one of my words of the days in one of my podcasts. I love that word. Go ahead. Yes, yes. Speak on Equan it. Equanimity is just having peace of mind when you're going through the tough time way, no matter how many people are throwing bricks at you, no matter how many times you failed, no matter how many times people have told you that you're not going to do it, you keep your indomitable spirit because it is the indomitable spirit that's going to take you to the next level. And when I, and, I, and now I do that every day. That's my, that's my new word for the day. I wake up, I look in the mirror, and I say, I'm going to have an indomitable spirit today. And it's almost like something comes over me, um, like a rush, and it's telling me that you surely are. So I so agree with you, Ruben, that words are so powerful. And I think when we speak those words into our own lives, they give us life. Yes, agreed. And um, the word that you use, equanimity. Yes, I agree with you. Um, when, when you hear that word, if you read it in a book and you just let that word go over your head and you just gloss over it, then, hey, you are missing out 
on the impact of whatever the author was using that word for its truest in intention. So uh, one of the ways that I'm able to amplify my intelligence is when I'm reading a book and I see a word that I don't fully understand, how, how quick is it for me to pull out my phone and then Google the definition? And then now I comprehend what's going on. I understand what the author is writing and I understand this one word at its truest form. And now I have one more arrow in my quiver, which is going to empower and en enlighten me just a little bit more. And that is the whole aspect of my podcast, Gathering Strength. There was a old, um, uh, a old Roman poet. His name was Virgil. He lived over 2,000 years ago. And he had an excerpt from his poem. It was a Vietis Equid Iundo. And that was, um, that was introduced to me by an author, Ryan Holiday. And once again, I could have just glossed over that part. Hey, all right, Vietis Equid Iundo. Well, I, I didn't even know how to pronounce it because it, it, it's in Latin. But once again, I took out my phone, I Googled, I Googled it, and it means we gather strength as we go. And that resonated with mm. me. And then I love that series of words so much, Vietis Equid Iundo. I Googled the, uh, the pronunciation of it, and I committed it to memory. And now every single time when I have a goal, when I have something that I want to do, a lot of people, they will have like a big goal, something far out there but they won't have all the answers to their questions. So they're like, you know what? I'm not even going to try because it is just arduous. It's insurmountable. And I don't have all the answers. But if you embody that philosophy, Vietis Equida Iundo, you just take one foot in, in front of the other and you gather your strength as you go. You do your due diligence and you figure out your answers along the way. I don't think it matters how you go about doing it as long as you understand that there is a process. Your process works yeah. for you, you know, and my process works for me. You said something else. I love that word. And I'm going to, you have to text me or send me an email with that word because I'm going to commit that one to memory as well. But there was a word. Oh, the, the I, I'm sorry, say that again. Are you talking about the phrase Vietis Equid Iundo? Yes, yes, yes. Please All right, yeah, I, I will make sure to, uh, to, to take that over to you. Yeah, Please definitely. do that. So there is a word when I was, the first time I read As a Man Thinketh, I came across the word vicissitudes. And I said, Ooh, yeah. I said, what in the world? I said, what is that? So I challenged myself. Now you Googled yours. I challenged myself. So what I mm -hmm. did, sometimes we can come to our own conclusions, which is a little bit, uh, it's not absolute, it's not accurate. And we don't want to walk around, you know, for the rest of our lives using a word incorrectly and looking like, you know, someone who is uh, dim-witted. So for me, I, I love to have the absolute truest uh, uh, definition of of these words. And yeah, they're, they're definitely... Um, powerful, insightful, and I love how they can lead us down a path that we didn't even know existed. And it was the word that unlocked that realm for us. Yes. Yes, absolutely. Um, the, the word of vistitude, that was another word that 
I that we you know went over my head and I actually I use that in a word of the day in one of my podcasts and vicissitudes if I if I'm going to commit this one off off of memory but that is just the ups and downs of life right like you're yes. going to have your highs and you're going to have your lows it's the vicissitudes of life right it's vicissitudes there's a double yeah. s vicissitudes but yes you're exactly right that is the definition you're going to go okay. through a period of highs well you're going to go through a period of lows before you get to your highs yes that's exactly it here's a word that um it, this was actually my word of the year for last year 2022 uh there was a handful of words that i was able to get down to the truest definition and these words unlocked and revealed a, a bunch of knowledge um for me um one of them was chaos but uh, the word of the year was superfluous. For me, that was able to unlock and reveal to me everything that was extra, everything that was not needed, everything that is going to be taken away from my mental, uh, my mental bandwidth, every, everything superfluous that was going to be taken away from my financial goals, my physical goals, from the superfluous food that I was consuming, the, the superfluous spending habits, the superfluous, just everything, clutter, everything that I do not need is superfluous, extra and not needed. There you go. More than enough. <laughs> More than enough. There you, you know? go. <laughs> <laughs> when, so we don't, we, we live in a time of abundance. We have everything. And if we don't, um, if we don't exercise our discipline in our spending in the food that we eat, then, Hey, we don't want to have superfluous body fat. We don't want to have, uh, you know, all of these extra items cluttering our homes. Um, when that, those items could be money in the bank. We want to be able to identify the super, superfluous and the unnecessary from the vital and essential. That's very, yeah, that's very true. Wow. The year, huh? That was my word of the year. Chaos was, was my, chaos was the runner up. Chaos unlocked a lot for me as well. Um, uh, did you by, by chance happen to do like on a, a word of the year or, or a word of the month? Because I know uh, based on your your Instagram, yeah, you have you're a lover for words too. Do you do like a, a word of the year or word of the month or anything like that? No, I don't. I just do a video. And <laughs> even dressed to do a video. I just went in there to just pick up something and leave. But then I thought, oh, I won't. I don't want to miss this opportunity. So, <laughs> uh, what inspired you to start pointing the camera at yourself and just? talking uh, what was one of your first videos and what was some of the things that you have learned embarking on this on this journey on this social media journey because you have wow. quite the following yeah which is very surprising but let me let me just tell you this okay so first of all i'm 65 years old so this is at the point of my life where i probably well should be in going into retirement my uh -huh. great, i i was working a, a full-time job during the pandemic, well, right before the pandemic, and then the pandemic hit, and I lost my job. And but that was like I said, well, I'm close to retirement. I guess it doesn't matter. My grandson 
No, this is my, my, he was 15 at the time. My 15 year old grandson suggested four hours or something. I had like a hundred thousand views and I didn't even know what that meant. And he was saying, grandma, he said, this this video is viral. And I didn't know what that meant. So I I have had to learn, you know, and that, but you know, it's not about the viral. If you learn a word that I've given you, and I don't care if it's just one person, if you've learned a new word that you did not know, and you can use that word in some conversation somewhere, then I've done my job. That's it. You did your part with 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 um, pusillanimous, pusillanimous with me. I, I that is in contention for my my word of the year right now. That's definitely in my my top five. Yeah, pusillanimous. <laughs> I, um, you know, I I I discovered my sister sent me the video. I clicked on it. I watched your video, and it it had me laughing. It was it had, you know it had me laughing. It was informative, and you know what. We're speaking the Queen's English right there. We're not going to go around calling people, you know, a, 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 a pussy. No, we're going to we're going to say to their face that they are acting. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, what is it? They're acting pusillanimous. Yeah, right. I'm going to commit that one to memory. And with these words. Um, I, I have a 10-year-old son and I have been um I have been increasing his vocabulary vocabulary as well. And so right now that word and indefatigable, that is my yes. top two words right now. Yes. Uh, indefatigable indefatigability. Man, that is uh that is eight syllables long. And the definition of indefatigable is what um, a person persisting tirelessly. So yes. I, I love that. I, yes. I, I do marathons and Ironmans. And in order to do those, one, you have to have your mind right. You have to have your, your, your body. But you also have to have an indefatigable spirit that just That's propels right. you forward tirelessly. Right. You do not. You cannot get tired. So <laughs> I love that word. And um, do you know of any other powerful word that is that has more than eight syllables that can dethrone indefatigability? Oh, it, oh no, you mean, I don't think so. Let me think about that for a minute. Um, let me know, Aunt, Aunt Bev, because I am interested. I am um, actively pursuing keeping my my ear to the to the to the train tracks and I'm going to keep a an eye out for a word that is longer than indefatigability that is more powerful thank you so much for is there anything else that you know what you would like to share anything else that you would like to promote um where where can they find you on on your your Instagram I see right now uh Beverly Mahone that is yes. your Instagram do you mind if I share your 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 profile and, and you know uh-uh. put, put a link and not at all as a matter of fact you- um I would like to promote every week every Thursday at noon where you're going to learn more about nouns and pronouns and linking verbs and adjectives and ad uh adverbs subject verb tense errors common gra- grammatical mistakes also going to learn about punctuation, you know, how do you use the correct uh, uh, 
pronunciation. Uh, what, what am I saying? The, the correct punctuation. I, I couldn't even spit it out. The correct punctuation. Yeah. Where do semicolons and colons go? So it's basically um, a refresher course for people who, um, you know, either they're getting ready to go to college and they need some tips on how to be a better writer for ESL um, learners and anybody who just, you know, wants to go back to the basics and just remember what good grammar is supposed to sound like and look like and read like. See on your profile, you also have a link to a a website, allwordsmatter.com. What's that about? It, that community's going pretty strong right now. I have over 100 members now. And um, it's my baby. It's, it, was my, it was my baby project after I lost my job and couldn't figure out how I was going to um, generate additional income. And that idea came forth. Life is a trip. Your 50-year-old grandson um, hipped you to the game on what is the potential out there. And you, you took a little, a little step in the right direction. And because of it, um, you have gained a following. You have been able to humor people. You have been able to um, increase their intelligence. You have been able to entertain people. And you, you know what? You will never know how many people you have impacted um, positively, because, you know, not everyone is always going to take the time out to give you to pay a, a compliment or say something positive. But yeah, hey, on, on behalf of all of those people who you'll never meet, you'll never even know exist. I just want to say, hey, thank you for taking that step and making these videos because, yeah, they are valuable. Ruben, thank you so much for inviting me to be a part of your podcast. It's, it's a wonderful podcast, Gathering Strength. And um, I wish you much success in your future. And uh, hopefully we will reconnect again. That'll do it for today's podcast. If you made it to the end of the episode, thank you so much for listening. Once again, you can find AntiBev on Instagram, on TikTok. Her name is Beverly Mahone. She's a vocabulary builder. And she's going to help you build your communication skills so that you can get the keys to success and drive it to wherever you want to go. You can find me on Instagram at Ruben underscore Quavis. Man, uh, thank you so much for listening. Feel free to reach out to me. Leave me a, a like, a subscribe, a follow. Whatever app that you are streaming this under, there is a communication or a way to write a, a little note, feel free to do that. I'll answer it, give you a little shout out on the next episode. And until next time, it's onward, always onward.